This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. One of the struggles that, that, that some of the kids are having is that, you know, they, got, they grew up and, and today people don't own anything. It's my father's fault, it's my mother's fault, this one's fault, that one's fault. I'm like, you can't, you can't go on in life if you're busy with everybody else's fault. How do you know this? So it's a totally different subject, but just, just for anyone, I guess someone has to hear this. Abuse, anything that you've gone through in life, parents, whatever it is, you you can't live in the past. Why? By Avram Avinu, and I, and I had this discussion with someone in my house tonight, right before I walked into this to, to this share. And he said, "Why should I forgive my parents? They treated me so bad for so long. Why should I forgive them?" I said, first of all." I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I, I spoke to him about Moshe Rabbeinu went through stuff and everybody in Yosef Atzadi, and they, I'm not any of them, and I'm not the stipler, and I'm not that. So don't give me, don't compare me to anyone. I said, you're right. Okay. I said, I never understood, and I speak about this, but Pasha's Lech Lecha a lot. Avram Avinu had an unbelievable yeshiva, the Choran, right? The people that he made in Choran. Unbelievable yeshiva, packed. Bali Chuvas. Avram Avinu had packed. Bigger than Eshatayra. Big, big place. Why did Hashem throw him out? Why did Hashem say, Lech He was doing so well. Why did he send them out? And he told them, I'm not even telling you where you're going. Because the bottom line is, whoever's listening, to grow, to grow, and to have a life, you got to leave your past. So, Akash Baruch Hu understood that he had an unbelievable yeshiva. But, Nimrod, Terach, they threw him into a fire. The Avodah the place that he lived. Hashem said, you can't be Avram Avinu unless you leave your past. So you got to get out of Bezavicha, Moladcha, Atzecha. And you know what? If you're willing to leave your past... You're guaranteed to succeed in your future. I'm not even going to tell you where to go. Because it's not about where you're going. It's about to just let go. And you know what? If you're not so frumman and you're not so great and you're not such a tzaddik, let go because you're selfish. Because you cannot continue your life when you're carrying all those anger and hatred and memories. You can't go further. So Hashem was saying, I don't even need to tell you where to go. You know, drug addicts, when they come out of rehab, the first thing that we tell them, you must change your environment. No, but I'm good. I, I could say no. I can know how to say no now. I'm good. I did six months. I could say no. I'm like, you could say no, and you could say no. But if it's going to be the same friends in the same city and the same dealers and the same everything, you're going to say yes in the end. First thing is change your environment. The Kosh Baruch Hu said, Avram, you're doing great. You have a great yeshiva. But you can't become Avram Avinu, the Avhamoyim Goyim, Unless you leave your past, let it go. So if your parents weren't perfect, let it go. In the Holocaust, there's a difference between the survivor and the victim. A lot of, and I'm not judging them, whatever, but even the people who went off the derech and everything, who could judge them? Who could judge them after a Holocaust? Right? But they never let it go. They're walking around with the Holocaust on their shoulders. Our parents, our grandparents, they don't even talk about it, most of them. Don't even want to talk about it. That's the past. I came to America. I work hard. 
I daven hard. I learn hard. There were a few survivors that tell me they stand in Borough Park and they watch all these little yeshiva kids get onto the buses and they're like, we won, you machshimo. You lost. You don't even have a country anymore. We won. They let go of the concentration camp. They let go. They left that all behind. They came here and they, they look at these little kinderlach and, and the shuls and the yeshivas and they're like, you machshimo lost. The Nazis lost. What do you mean they lost? They killed six million. They still lost. Titus, titus, you lost. So if you if you're a young person listening, or you're an older person listening, and you're living in your past, Jews don't live in their past. Jews learn from their past. Don't live in the last five months either. Don't walk around with your head down in the last five months or whatever happened, whatever we went through. If you're going to live in the last five months, it's going to make you sicker. It's going to depress you and it's going to give you anxiety. And Nebuch, there's so many people out there that are taking medicine and therapy and Nebuch, they're not alive anymore because of depression and anxiety of, of this whole COVID, this whole thing. Let it go. Let's go further. We got Rosh Hashanah. We got Elul. What does it mean? I, I'm to my loved one and my loved one is to me. That's not fear. That's love. What kind of, what kind of, why do we name the month of Elul? It's the month of judgment. It's the month of preparing for the biggest court case of your life. Whether you're going to live and die, it should be a Anila Chuva Uchuvali. Anila Yira of a Yira Lee. What's this love? Anila Daidi Daidi Lee? That sounds more like Adar. Not Elul. Wrong. Wrong. It's a relationship. It's love. Yira, everyone touches his fear. You know what Yira is? It's much more than fear. It's awe. How can I fear and love? No, it's awe. When the king walks in, you're like, wow. That's much more than, ah, don't hurt me. Please don't hit me. Don't burn me. Don't give me a disease. Please, Hashem. No. That's not what it is. That's not what he wants. He wants Anila Daidi with Daidi Lee. Or, yes, he's, a, he's God. Yes, or is like, wow. Look at everything he created. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.